Welcome to Chicana and Latina Moms Podcast. This is our podcast. Un lugar donde hablaremos sobre la salud mental, cultura, como chicanas and Latina moms. La importancia de self-love, self-care, self-compassion. Y el recordatorio que somos chingonas. Y que esta es una revolución y una evolución para crear la mejor versión de nuestro ser. Because we can. Because calladitas, no more. You're listening to Chicana and Latina Moms podcast. The content is not intended to replace or substitute for any professional counseling or therapeutic advice. Hola, Chicana and Latina Moms. ¿Cómo están? Espero que estén muy bien. Thank you so much for being here. We have a chingona guest speaker. Her name is Marisol Jimenez. Hola, Marisol. ¿Cómo estás? Bien, bien. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored, honestly. Yeah, no. Well, thank you. Gracias a ti for making the time and, you know, um, being able to say, hey, I want to share my story. It takes a lot. There's a lot of people out there that are not ready, and that's still okay, you know, but when you share a story in a platform that's pretty much, like, recorded, like, throughout the whole world, pretty much. Well, I don't know if some countries don't have Apple Podcasts or whatever, but, um, you know, there this gets recorded in every podcast platform out there, and, and it's just, nice. you throw it out there to the universe, right? Like, you share yeah. your story with someone that's going to get touched, so... Thank you for making the time. Um, so, a ver, dinos, tell us, um, who is Marisol Jimenez? So, um, Marisol Jimenez. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm born here, Torrance, uh, California. My mother's from Guatemala and my father's from Mexico. Um, both immigrants and um, hardworking, may I add. Yeah. They developed me to be, you know, strong, courageous, um, and just a very, um, I guess, with morals and principles is what I would add. Yeah. Definitely. Um, of course, like any other, have struggles growing up, but definitely um, learn from them to be able to, you know, be where I'm at today. Um, yeah. I have three kids. I'm married. I'm an entrepreneur. Um, Yeah, how long have you been married? Uh, married 10 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's yeah, good. I've been with my husband for, since I was about 14 years old. Oh, my gosh. That's so, you guys went to school together? or? Um... Yeah, we met at school. We oh. School. That was in high And school, then, right? Uh, no, three. junior high? Yeah, high school. Oh, high school. We were, I was ninth grade, he was 10th grade. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. So it's high school sweethearts. <laughs> yes. And shortly after, had our daughter. Um, like three years later, had our daughter. I was 17 and he was 18. Oh, okay. So you were still in school. You were in high school? Actually, I, I ended up going to a school that kind of like um, prepared, like was fast-paced, I guess you could say. So it was a year-round school. So I graduated a year before. So thankfully, oh, okay. I got pregnant after school. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So... And you went to that school because you were pregnant? No, 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 no. Or you I just went? went? Honestly, I went to that school. Yeah. 
school because um, I was kind of a troubled, bad kid. And it was a probation school. Oh, okay. So it was a probation school and it was year round, but it kind of allowed you to do all your credits. Like you basically. Oh, went, yes. Um, okay, I've heard of it. Yeah. About. Yeah, in a year, you do like almost uh, two years worth of school, basically. Depending how fast you move, um, you're able to do your credits almost immediately. So oh, it was more okay. on your time than it was on like school time. You get me? Yes. Okay, this is sometimes what they call continuation schools. Yes, that's exactly what I, oh. I was looking for the term in my head. Yes, so continuation school. Oh, okay. So I got out of my high school and got sent there because I was just, you know, I wasn't doing too good. And uh, when I got there, I ended up um, doing well, you know. Like I said, I ended yeah. up graduating a year before. So I graduated at 16 years old. Oh, wow. School. That's good. You know, yeah. this is the thing about, like, because there's a lot of people that I've come across they're like I am embarrassed to say I went to continue I'm like that is not you still did the work you know what I mean like yeah everyone's journey is different <laughs> yeah everyone's journey is yeah. different and it doesn't yeah. make you it was less a good journey. that was what it was a good journey because they kind of molded me like it was uh pretty tough mm-hmm. the um the people and then the teachers were not like your your regular teachers but they were very, they taught me a lot of discipline and that was for me like the, the head of it, right? Like, um, and that's what kind of pushed me for sure to finish school a lot faster. Okay. Yeah. And it was a smaller, um, class, right? I mean, like there's less students. Yeah. So. yeah it was like under 30 or 40 ch- uh, kids in the school. Oh, wow. So very small. Yeah. So yeah, you know, those are the things that that happened right when you were in high school and obviously you know going to continuation school or even people that say oh I did didn't so didn't do so good with grades in high school at the end of the day that just never define us I mean we develop habits right as we are living life um but you mentioned you're an entrepreneur so tell us about that yeah so um well, I, I was in the corporate world for a really long time. I started off in sales. Um, so I love sales. I love to interact with people. Um, I love, um, I'm a people person, straight up. Like, I love yeah. seeing people smile. I love seeing people through their hardships, whatever. I'm all for it, to be honest with you, because that's what molds us at the end of the day. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, I was in corporate, I was in the corporate world. I was excelling. I was doing great. But honestly, like, I really wanted my independence, mainly because of my children. So my husband, um, he started um, his own business as well as, as a personal trainer. And he got to spend a lot of time with my kids. And I envied that. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I feel like my kids loved him more than me. I was, yeah. like, I was kind of him. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, dude, I have to do something to be able to um, also, you know, be able to work from home. And, uh, and yeah. So yeah. I started to do business consulting on the side. And I ended up getting some, some clients. And I built up. And I started to do really well for myself, but I still caught myself feeling like I was in corporate America at home because I wasn't able to provide that, like, attention and that that love and, you know, that yeah. I wanted that's the first reason why I even left um, corporate America, you know. So here I am, I'm still an entrepreneur, I'm still working for myself, and I figured, like, I needed a little bit more time to me. And it's kind yeah. of contradicting because now I, I, I have another, I, again, I, I joined forces with my husband, so now... He has a personal training, and he mainly does the training, and I do, like, the back end of the business. And we actually recently bought another business, which is a beer and wine market. 
Okay. And um, we run it. But I think from this one is what I really like is that I get to bring my kids to work, you mm. know, and I can focus on them in and out. And yeah, like it, that for me was like the biggest thing. Like nobody telling me what I could and cannot do with my yeah. kids. And I feel like this, this business was the one that gave me that liberty. You know, um, in the business consulting world, like you still have to be head on focused, business, business, business. You have to go out, you have to do your thing, help these uh, clients of yours. And, and I still felt like I was being pulled away from them. Mm. This business is also similar, but not the same. You know, like yeah. yes, it's mine and everything, but I'm here. I feel like I bring them to work with me. I can work with them um, there. And then I also teach them um, fundamentals of business. I have a, my daughter now is 15 years old and she works really close to us. Mind you, all three of my kids are also homeschooled. So they all spend all day with me. They do school here at the store, here or at our home. Um, But we basically get to like mold them to what we feel is proper for our children. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we, we've been with the gym. We've been in business now for eight years. And then with this store that we just bought, it's been a year and a half. Mm, okay. So a lot of good stuff, you know, a lot of good, a lot of obstacles. I love obstacles because, again, I always use the word mold. That's what molds you, you know. Everything mm-hmm. gets defined. You go through things for a reason. And, um, and yeah, so that's, that's, I guess, the basics of, like, being an entrepreneur, um, having that liberty, right, and also uh, learning from your mistakes and, Yes. And just learning period. I love having mentors. That's one of my biggest things, learning from other people and not just thinking you know it all. Mm, exactly, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. everybody has something to offer, you know? Yes. Um. Yeah, so I don't know. I've, there's not that much to tell as far as being an entrepreneur, in my opinion, because it's just business on your own, you know? Yeah, no. You still do the same thing as yeah. anybody, right? You show up to work, you work hard, you give it your all. And, um, yeah, like, and you excel. Every day is the day to progress. Yes, exactly. So, and I think, you like, having, you know, a business, it's like you do work more, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, in more hours. But just, like, the just to know that it's, like, the freedom of, like, I can choose not yeah. to do it and I get in trouble. But at the end of the day, the outcome would not be good. And we want the outcome to be good. So we push yeah, through. Right? right? Yeah. yeah. The consequences are there for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so, okay, so you said eight years. So so that means you said a beer and wine market. Is it two of them that you own? or Just one. One beer and wine market and then a, a personal training company as well. Oh, okay. So the personal training, um, what is that exactly? Like, like a gym or like more of like, like consulting? A gym. So, so what we did, um, so it's crazy because when COVID happened, like before COVID happened, we were actually looking to expand to get a storefront, right? Uh-huh. Um, to do a, a full blown gym because my husband had been just doing it out of the garage of our home. Mm-hmm. And, um, so yeah, so then, you know, 2019, we're over here shopping, looking for a place, um, to, to do a storefront and and it just wasn't happening and I'm like so grateful to God I'm like thank you because you know having yeah. a business that's just open to be shut down it's like oh my gosh not good you know yeah it's like 
<laughs> yeah, so it ended up actually working out really well for us. Um, we and the money that we were going to invest in that, we ended up actually um, buying the beer and wine market in 2021, 22, sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so um, we, we did that. We, uh, my husband remained um, working out of our gym. So the, our, our garage is basically converted into a, a gym. So that's where he trains oh. his clients. Oh, okay. So private, like yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's private, private. Yeah. And I think the max that he'll do is like three to four, but he's basic. He basically like it's better off like one on one. That's his. Yes. Like, he loves that. Oh, that's yeah, good. Because he loves building relationships just like I do. So, yeah. So that um that ended up happening, and again we invested the money that we had, and we bought the beer and wine market. Oh, nice. And um, it's been. It's been going good. It's been tough. I bet, yeah. I mean, a lot of people say, like, you can't go wrong with beer or wine. (laughs) You know, as long as they don't abuse it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. I had to learn to smack myself in the hand, you know, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Just tell the customers. (laughs) Yeah, but um, it's been a good, um, it's definitely a curve. Uh, a curve because yeah. um, again we had um you know it was a personal training slash gym um to a beer and wine market like mm-hmm. it's a huge like mind you I guess we did have a little bit of experience because his mom also owns a market a small convenience store oh, okay so we had a little bit of like background on that one so when we purchased this one it was like okay got it you know like it's a little bit more complicated because it's a lot bigger but um you know, it we did get a lot of like tools, tools from there. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's good, cause it's not easy. I mean, it it's scary, right? You need mm-hmm. uh, obviously there needs to be that like cushion at some extent of like some money yeah. to start. And then the fear of like, what if it doesn't work? All these negative thoughts start to take over, and sometimes yeah. we're like, no, no, sabentamos, and we're like, um, yeah, it wasn't gonna work, but but how do we know that? If we didn't try. Yeah, that that's exactly what it is. Like how and that's honestly what I like live um a lot of my life by. Like, um, try even if it's I'm I'm scared or I have fear in my heart, whatever, like you're never gonna know the outcome unless you actually try it. And I mm-hmm. honestly my biggest thing was when I was pregnant with my daughter. That was the biggest thing. So seventeen years old, I'm like you mm-hmm. know, I have all sorts of people telling me their yeah. opinion and what to do and what not to do and and, you know, and ultimately I was so scared. I'm like, dude, how do I like overcome this? How do I get this? And and then like I did have like support from family and stuff, and from my from my from my husband. But mm-hmm. you know, ultimately like that was the like. Then after that, it's like you can't fear anything, girl. Yeah. <laughs> after that, it's like you know, a big step in life. You're super super young, and if you decide to do it, like that kind of like paves the way for even future future fears that I had. I was like, do you have a baby really young? Like, you do anything. <laughs> yes. I, exactly. You, got you know? Yeah. Yeah. That was my, um, my new approach to life was like, um, you know, if you could do this, you can do anything. Like, you know, mm-hmm. baby, babies really define, um, when, when, like I'll speak for myself. My baby really defined me, you know, and what was going to be my future and what I was going to, um, excel in and what I was gonna let hold me back right yeah so it like really really shifted the way that I uh, I did life and honestly I'm I'm really grateful I have my daughter and 
you know, it's led me to where I'm at now, a great relationship with my husband. We have three kids. Um, you know, we both um, run businesses and uh, we have help too. So it's, it's, it's beautiful, honestly. And yeah, that's nice. Again, it's overcoming, you know? Yeah, that's really nice to hear because like you said, you know, you were 17 years old. It was, it's scary because yeah, pregnancy is scary. Like they say, tienes un, un pie in, in, on earth and the other one in like heaven because you don't know what's going to happen in between, you know, it's scary. But um, yeah. you're right. I think all of us, you know, um, have been through things in life that have proven to us like a 100% fact that it's like, hey, that fact that you went through is something that you should hold on and, and remember, you know, that yeah. something in the future, you're going to be okay because you were able to prove to yourself. And sometimes we think, como que we're weak, we can't, and it's not true. We're, yeah. we're not weak. And it's okay to break sometimes, you know, we are strong women, yeah, but yeah. it's okay yeah. to sometimes have whatever we said, that ugly cry in the shower, in the car, wherever, because Nos tenemos que desahogar. Si no nos desahogamos, nos vamos yeah. a ahogar, you know? Um, yeah, but and that's huge. That's yeah. really huge that you say that. Because a lot of people, they they try their best to like, oh, I'm going to be strong. But you know what? Being strong also shows your vulnerability. Like, are you able to be vulnerable with yourself, right? Like, yes. that's being strong as well. Because being vulnerable is something that's really hard to do. So that shows strength in it as well. Like, you're able to cry it out. You're able to, like cry it out, allow your feelings to go through, and then you know what? And then take the next step forward. Yeah. You know, don't get stuck in it, but take the next step forward. And a lot of people see vulnerability as a sign of weakness. I don't. I feel like that is a huge sign of strength and yes. virtue, honestly, because you're allowing yourself to do these things. And if you're not vulnerable, then honestly, I feel like you miss out on a lot. My, you know, what I see. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, and it's being true to ourselves, you know, as a therapist, when I talk to my clients about boundaries, it's, it's something that you're putting yourself in a vulnerable space for in your life to be able to say, Hey, at this point in my life, I'm not going to no longer tolerate, you know, this disrespect. Yeah. That doesn't mean we control everybody, but that just means that, right. you know, setting these boundaries for yourself so that you're able to move on to the next chapter with this confidence of knowing no me voy a dejar you know and yeah. in a very wise yeah. manner tampoco así todo like what they say ratchety you know <laughs> tampoco yeah, así yeah. you know using wisdom but going back to what you were saying as well um you know you being in a space in your life right now where it's so like just like comfortable beautiful safe i say safe because you know being emotionally safe with a partner and in your home is something that most people don't bring to the to the table. What I'm and I'm, I know I understand that people go through domestic violence and it's like, well, it's really hard for me to leave. I understand that. But at some point, there's always that option B to be able to yeah. get that support, to get out of a toxic relationship, empower yourself so that you can bring peace into your life. And you know, it's it's you and your husband meeting halfway to say, hey, let's make this happen together with our business, with our kids, with our marriage. Um, and although obviously marriages and no one's like perfect, nobody is, but we bring the best that we can to the table to make sure that we live a like a good, like, you know, beautiful yeah, life. Yeah. 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 Because, yeah. So 
um, when it comes to you and your husband, um, what is like that commitment that you guys have, uh, that you've discussed maybe if you want to share, right. Or that you can no, say course. about, um, when it comes to raising your kids, what is an agreement that you guys have definitely so embraced? One thing for sure. And it's funny because ever since we were young, like we both worked when we met, we were both working individuals. I was 14. He was 15. He was working for a limousine company and I was working for a pizza place. Oh, okay. And, um, so we both, you know, had, had money. We both worked hard. You know, we both had money. He, um, yeah, we both, and one thing that was so crazy that just kind of was like automatically, me and him at a very young age, we shared money. Mm, okay. Like, um, it, it was an odd thing. Like, it was never really discussed, but like, <laughs> I, I like, I was happy to like pay for a meal. Um, he was happy to pay for a meal. Like, we were always like, um, tell you that kind one. Of, like in tune with mm -hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, it was never like, well, this is my money, like, or, you know, and as time continued, like, we both were, were very, like, open with money, like, I don't think I've ever have had an argument with my husband about money, like, oh, this is mine, like, yeah. that's one thing that, I, like, again, like, we never spoke about it or anything, it was just so, like, organically made, <laughs> and yeah. we immediately, like, you know, had had money and it was never like oh well you better pay for this or no it was just like oh I, I paid this bill or whatever and then when um when we had a joint account it was like oh the money's there like make sure to pay that or like hey I'm going to the grocery store it was never like a battle of money and even up to this day it's never been a battle of money like mm -hmm. I don't um and I, I think that's my biggest um advice to people I know a lot of people are like well this is my money I made this money yeah um I and again, I don't, you know, every every family is different. That's fine. But for me, that's worked so good. Like, I I feel very accomplished that money has never been a problem between yeah. him and I. You know, um, so that that is my biggest thing. Like, um, that's huge. Yeah. And then the way of our children, like, honestly, we both grew up kind of different, but at the same time, kind of the same. My father, my, my father mainly was very... Um, like he okay so my dad is almost 80 years old he was born in the 40s um he had me at an older age he was almost 50 when he had me oh okay so his demeanor and the way that he approached things was a lot different than you know parents nowadays you know or like yeah. born in the 60s you know 50s or whatever and my dad was always like you know this is the way you do things and this is the way you do things and honestly like a lot of people were like oh he's kind of hard but I felt like, no, like, I liked the, the little bit of rules. Not a little bit, but the I liked structure, the right? that he did. Yeah, I loved it. Like, he, you know, he adored his daughters. Like, he had his three of us. Yeah. He always wanted us to look like his little dolls, muñequita, oh. you know, all the time. <laughs> so he always made sure that we were properly dressed, that he always treated us so kindly. Of course, we, we needed to get our butts whooped. He also was, you know, firm. And which, again, like, I will always say, I deserved every single one of them, you know? So I feel like, you know, my father was very firm. My mom was very, um, very passive, but very kind and gentle. She was such, she's such a good mother. Mm. Like, she always, um, she was very gentle with us. And 
she always she was just um she became a Christian later on in her life and she really tried to implement like morals and principles of how we should conduct ourselves, which I also I really, really love because she she didn't all she was just in, she just wasn't like, Well, this is like how you have to be and then was the exact opposite. She yeah. also like played the role, you know, she did she led by example, right? Yeah. And then my husband was um, raised in a, and with his mom only. So, you know, it was a little bit different. He kind of took on a role to be like the big brother. He had an, another younger sister. So he kind of was like, in a sense, like the, 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 the man presence, I guess I could say. Oh, in the okay. Home. Okay. Uh huh. So he was very, like, given that role of being a little bit dominant. You know, oh, and, okay. Um, when when me and him got together, I could immediately see like he was honestly he reminded me of my dad and a lot of the things. Like, oh, was, there you go. Kind of funny. <laughs> That's <laughs> so like, funny. I'm kind of like, no, you are not my dad. Like, relax, <laughs> you know. He's so he's like overprotective. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Overprotective. Just like very very possessive. I felt like, I was like, oh my God, like this guy, you know? And honestly, I loved it because I felt safe. Oh, you know? okay. So it yeah. Was good. But even now, like following like with the children, like he's very firm in the way that he speaks. I feel like sometimes I could be a little bit passive, but they, they don't sometimes take me serious. And I really, really dislike that. But something, you know, that I feel like I may lack that he definitely brings to the table, you know? Yeah. And my kids, He's an amazing father. Like, you know, it took us a while because we were so young. It took us a while to kind of get into the form that we're in now. Mm-hmm. Um, because we were kids growing up to, you know, even having a daughter at a really young age. So we struggled a lot in our relationship, like the first, like, six, seven years where, you know, we would argue a lot, we would fight a lot, and we were just trying to find a position um, in the home, you know, like, yeah. who they would, like, you know, and so that was, like, a, a big struggle, but... Honestly, like, I always tell people, like, I I look back at it and I and I appreciate that struggle because honestly, yes. like all the like the hurt and the verbiages, the the exchanges of words that were said, like they were hurtful. But now, because we're not like that, I just appreciate our relationship so much more mm-hmm. because we were both able to grow out of that hurt, right? Yeah, we that's to, good. To really mend the relationship really become vulnerable with each other in order for both of us to be like, Hey, is this going to work out or not? Yeah. And then when we kind of found our common ground and we started to see like, all right, Hey, like we got this. Like, Hey, like my husband was like, Hey, you know, I think like we're in a really good place now. I'm like, can I have another baby? And I was like, Oh, <laughs> Oh my <laughs> God. You were like, yeah, sure. Was like, hey. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. Like, you know, I, I always admired him as a father because Again, like, me and him probably didn't have the best relationship and we struggled. That never took away from the the father that he was. Like, he yeah. was a present father, a loving father. And, and I always thought to myself, like, because he is the way that he is, he deserves children. In my head, I always thought to myself, like, but if, he were to, if we were to be in a good place and he would ever ask me, like, can I have another baby? Like, I'd be like, oh, yes, you can, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. You're funny. You know? yeah. and, <laughs> and that's kind of, like, how it went down. Like, I realized that we were in this good, safe, peaceful place and that we I saw the growth between the both of us. So when it came to it, um, it was so funny the way that he asked me. He was like, Hey, like can we have another baby? And so happened that we were going to one of my sister's house and he's like, Hey Laura, like tell your sister, like, this is a great time to have another baby. My sister Oh my like, god. Yeah, this is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> like really like and honestly like with 
nine months, I was pregnant. Like, oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. I That's so funny. So, so happy. He wasn't day. joking. <laughs> he was not. Like I was like, wow, this was fast. I thought <laughs> I thought I was gonna get some time to process it, you know. And it was like, uh, no, here, here you go, girl. Go have my baby. Here's your blessing. <laughs> here you are. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. Be blessed, you know. Yes. So it was. Um, it was a wonderful thing. It was a beautiful thing. I was so um, excited because um, we had waited a, a, a little over a year to, I mean, six years, sorry. Oh, okay. To, um, to have another baby. And again, we didn't want to bring another baby into the world because, you know, we weren't in our, in our right place, you know? Yeah. And we had our daughter that, you know, she had to see a lot of that stuff, a lot of the arguing, a lot of the, um, you know, the... Yeah. The oldest, right? Because, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to say hate, but, you know, it was a lot of dysfunctional. There you go. A lot of dysfunction that happened in the home, you know, and her being present. And she's still so grateful. You know, my daughter, like I said, she just turned 15 last week on Saturday, actually, on the 10th. Oh, nice. We celebrated her quinceanera. Oh, how cool. And, you know, yeah, we threw this big old party for her. And, you know, I always, I look at her and I'm like, oh, my goodness, like, besides, Everything that, you know, her and her father, her, um, me and her, her father went through, like, she still turned out to be this amazing young lady. And um, I just appreciate her so much. Like, I have I, this tenderness for her. Like, yeah. I know it's my daughter and you do have that. But when your children go through things that they go through and they still manage to mm-hmm. not allow that to affect them in a negative way, yeah. you carry a different respect. You know, and I feel like I, I have that respect for her because she could have easily been like, you know what, you and my, you know, you're my dad and you always argued and you guys were, you know, bad um, individuals to each other. And I'm going to be this way because I saw that. Yeah. You know, like, so yeah. that could be like fire to your flame, you know? Yeah. And also, I mean, and she's all, I mean, the reason she also was not able to get there is because she grew up with you guys right in a way and yeah. she saw yeah. like you said the the negative but she also saw the growth and that shift that breakthrough yeah. of making yeah. things happen so yeah that's awesome it, it, it was a turning point which is now um again like it's um i we decided as that things were like going really good we decided that we were gonna get married like it was so crazy like it was just out of nowhere like um I actually remember it vividly. It was a Thursday, and um, yeah, I came to my job, and there was there was a Taco Bell across the street. He's like, "Hey, like, let's go get some Taco Bell." I'm like, "Sure, okay, whatever." So we went to go eat, and then the hot sauce. You know how it always has like little like oh like, yeah um things on uh-huh. it. So the hot sauce said, "Will you marry me?" So he passes the hot sauce to me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, and I chuckled about it because I thought it was so funny, you know, and I didn't take it anything serious. I just thought it was funny. And he's like, hey, well, like, you know, like, I'm serious. Like, will you? And I'm like, what the hell? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know? A Taco Bell sauce. So funny. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's creative. That's creative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, will you? And I'm like, yes, of course. Like, definitely. So it was like, happy moment. You were super happy. And then I was like, okay, well, we'll plan it out. And then that following, like, Sunday, I remember we, we went to church and we we spoke to our pastor and we're like, hey, you know, we're planning to get married. 
And he was like, okay. He's like, well, I'll marry you guys, but you have to go through, like, these classes with me so that, you know, you understand what marriage is. And it's not just you guys are tying the knot and then you're on your own. You know, yeah. we want to make sure that this relationship is going to be molded into something more than just, you know, on together. Oh, good. So, yeah, so we went through a few classes with them. And it was awesome. It was amazing, honestly. Like, we're like I, I, um, we're Christian, so, you know, we we um, try to qualify by that. And, That's and, nice. Um, yeah, so... You know, and then we went through the classes, and one Sunday he wakes up and he's like, "Hey, what's your day off?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm end up being off on on and off. This Thursday I'll be off." I'm like, "All right, well, uh, can we just go get married already? Because I don't want to wait till the actual big wedding." I'm oh like, my oh. god! Like, okay, <laughs> like we went and got married that Thursday, and that was like the the shifting point of like when he was like, "Hey, can you have my baby?" I was like, oh. <laughs> He was like, yeah, we got this. We got A, B, C, D, knowing. <laughs> yeah. So it was, you know, again, like the, the I always, I always encourage couples, like, you know, you're always going to go through your trials and tribulations. That's normal. Yes, like, honestly, most definitely. You come out of them, you know, come out of them the way you handle them, the way you, you know, you got to face it, right? Like, <clears throat> like, because. I, I, I get broken hearted a lot by a lot of couples in these days that I feel like they could have made it, you know, and yes. they choose to just not yeah. continue. And they enter into another relationship, not understanding that every relationship is going to have a, a hardship. Oh, it's yeah. Just, that's just part of growth, mm-hmm. you know? So here you are, like, I, I had a, you know, I've seen uh, relationships that I've rude for so much. I'm like, this can happen. Like, it's normal to go through the problems, you know, but make it normal to also find a solution mm-hmm. make it normal to also like thrive to be better like every hardship you should come out of there with a lesson and ready to tackle another thing you know mm-hmm. like and, and let there be growth from it oh yes yeah, so, because, yeah marriages are not you know relationships are not easy and yes normalizing it and making sure that um you know, we say, okay, well, is there something we can do? Because also, whatever we talked about relationships, be careful who you share your marriage-like issues with because there's instigators that are not happy with their life or yeah. their own marriage, and they'll try to tell you, like, I just, déjalo, déjalo. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's kind of like, okay, well, si te está diciendo porque te está pegando, entonces ahí, pues, es diferente, you know? But at the, yeah, es diferente. Yeah. Pero ya cuando es algo que, you know, maybe it's just uh, the need of, like, saying sorry, you know, between just you two, then it's it's different, right? There's no third. Yeah, Como dicen, yeah, casa dos, no casado, no casa tres. No, <laughs> casa dos. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. Son dos personas that are involved, you know, and yeah, that's, that's actually really good. Like, the, the las amistades que uno tiene mm-hmm. es muy importante, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I was that saying, like, look around the five people like that are around you, mm-hmm. and you will mold and be like them because they're the ones that you're surrounding yourself with. Yeah. You know, and it is true. Keep you have to be very wise about um, the company that you keep. That's one of my biggest takeaways with my daughter and my kids. Like, not everybody is your friend just because they smile at you and tell you, "Hey, how are you?" No. Like, get to know people. Relationship building is an actual task at hand. Mm-hmm. Like, getting to know them, understanding where they come from, you know, like, that's getting to know and that's building relationship. And then that's how you become friends. And then, you know, like, yes. even friends can become family. But, you know, it's not just anybody that comes your way and it's nice to you. 
that doesn't make them your friend, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to put in the time and the effort to understand the people that you're surrounding yourself with. So really see, because I always say, like, you're, everybody is a valuable person, right? Everybody has value. Everybody has something great to give. But you don't yes. want to go around giving that to everybody when it's not reciprocated. Exactly. You know? Yes. So that stuff matters so much. And mm -hmm. that's one of the things definitely that I share with my children all the time. Like, be cautious. And even you, like, even be cautious with yourself and the things that you do, the actions that you do, because they're going to mm -hmm. be the ones that define you as well. You know, I'm, I could be telling you to be careful from the world out there, but then what are you also giving out there? Yes. Yeah, you know? that's, yeah. Like, are you being a valuable and honorable person? You mm -hmm. know, like, that's huge for me. I always tell my kids that, like, you know, be careful with the things that you say. Watch your mouth, you know, and be kind. But, again, like, I can say all of these things. I always tell them, I can tell you all of these things. I can teach you all I want. But at the end of the day, you're going to do whatever you want. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you're going to make your decisions. You're going to choose to do what's best for, you know, Jeff or Jeremiah. Like, you guys are going to choose that. So, you know, the best thing that I could do is, is try to teach you and you guys go from there. But, you know, those are those are really good lessons, I feel, that, um, you know, children in general need to understand. And mm -hmm. I feel like right now it's too open to the public to be like, oh, I could be whatever, I could do whatever I can. No, like, you have to be a selfless person. Selfishness is not... It's not the thing, you know? Yeah. It's not a thing. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. There's a boundary on that. Yeah, because, you know, the way we raise our kids, the way we run our business, it's a, you know, somewhat yeah. of reflection, yeah, of, of us and, you know, yeah. being careful. Yes, you know, I always grew up here, my mom, no le digas a nadie lo tu tus finanzas, right, and, um, and your, tus metas, porque se echan a perder, kind of thing, because la envidia, of course, it's true, yeah. si existe la envidia, you can, you know, share with someone that you thought was really going to be happy for your successes, and then you notice their facial expressions, how uncomfortable they are with your success, but they can have the same, but they don't do anything, yeah. and that's out of your hands, yeah. right, because that happens yeah, a right. lot, unfortunately, but, pero hay que seguirle, you know, Echándole ganas, como dice, poniéndonos las pilas para triunfar y para ser un ejemplo, right, for our kids and for those around us. Yeah. Because there's people that are not going to tell us, like, you know, like, oh, my God, you, ch you helped me. Or sometimes they are. And, and, it, and it's cool. But we're all living, leaving an impact in this world. So the other thing I want to ask you is, like, what are some two or three um, takeaways, some advice that you can share um, to the listeners? I I would really say is learn from other people's experiences. You don't have to experience everything yourself for the first time. Mm -hmm. That was a huge one for me. Like that's why it's important to have mentors, people um, that are that are genuinely interested in your well-being. Learn from them. Understand why you know they did what they did and their outcome. Yeah, that's the, one of the main, main ones. Is please learn from other people's experiences. Understand what they've gone through so that you yourself don't have to go through it. Mm, you know, and maybe yes. your outcome could be different, but really examine, examine your situation. And if you can learn it from someone else rather than like, well, I'm going to see how it goes and I'm going to learn from myself. Sometimes not everything should be that way. Yeah. Not everything. Not every experience should be like that. Because I think I would have saved myself a lot of trouble had I listened to a few 
you advice is from my mentor. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and another thing is watch what you say. Watch the words that come out of your mouth. Because somehow, some way, you're being accounted by it. Let it be somebody that overheard. Let it be someone that you're saying it to. Um, but always, always think twice. Don't speak in anger. And watch what you say. Mm. Because somehow, some way, mm-hmm. those words will come right back to you. Let it be good. Let it be bad. But just, you know, watch, yeah. watch your words. Be wise with your words. You know, your tongue is one of the most powerful vessels on you. Mm-hmm. You can harm. It says you can kill and destroy. And you can make beauty come out of it. Honey can rotate out of there. You know, yeah. honey can be great, you know. But, yeah, those are, like, my um, my go-to things, you know. And um, the, the third one I'll add, you know, um, and I should have actually been the first. But, again, I'm a believer in Jesus Christ. Um you know, yes. the morals and principles that he let out, um, they're hard to live by, but they're very rewarding. Yes. Um, and I I live by those. Um, I try because, you know, we all fall short, but try my best. And, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I try to live by. Yeah, the faith, right? And, yeah. you know, I... And that's really important because, you know, our ancestors, you know, way back in yeah. in the days, um, what kept them going was their faith. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, when it came to las cosas naturales and hierbas to kind of help with their health physically, but when it came to yeah. emotional and like the mental health, it was la fe. La fe, yeah. you know, because back then there was no therapists, you know, eran curanderos or... Yeah. You know, like the wise that were the elderly that gave that wisdom to the younger generation. So, yeah, that's really beautiful. I admire you and you're a chingona for sure. And, you know, yeah, thank you for sharing your story, your heart and your knowledge about this, because, you know, I'm sure there's a listener out there that can totally relate, you know, to your story. And I can relate yeah. to your story, you know, and, and understanding that, you know, as Chicana Latinas, like, we all grew up seeing a way of how our parents, you know, were. Um, mm-hmm. has, it's pros and cons for sure. But either yeah, way, sure. you know, from conflict, we do grow, right? We do grow out of yeah, being uncomfortable. Sure. Um, pero nos da miedo to be there, but it's okay. Like that leap of faith kind yeah. of thing, right? So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but thank you, Marisol, uh, so much for no, your time. thank you. I wanted to add to you as well. Thank you so much for what you do. You know, oh, um, thank you. honestly, like, seeing your, your page and finding you, I was like, oh, my goodness, girl. Like, <laughs> I was so um, intrigued by you. Oh. So, um, yeah, like, I, 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 I admired you immediately. Oh, again, thank like, you. Like, the, the the name alone, like it, it can carry bad to certain people, you know. But the boldness yeah. behind it and being able to be like, no, this is what I choose, and I'm gonna stick my gun to yes. it, and I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna find my chingonas, you know. Yes. Like, I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna <laughs> see what what impact I can do, what where what imprint I can leave to the world. That's what you're doing. Oh, and thank that, you. And that's what makes you the ultimate chingona, you know. If you're out there. <laughs> 13 you're using your time to make sure that you're out there and that you're able to give a voice to those that 
want to give a voice, you know, yeah. and then they just don't have that platform, right? Yeah. So kudos to you. I'm as proud as you as like <laughs> you got a fan. Oh, you thank you. And, um, I'm I'm very grateful and honored to be on your page and to be on your podcast. Um, yeah, thank yeah. you so much for this opportunity. Uh, it it means the world to me. I don't. Oh, I don't, you're I, very I, welcome. I don't thank you understand oh and um yeah and if there's anything that i could do for you please you have my information i am more than honored to do it for you i'm here to serve you as well oh thank you so much marisol with all my heart i appreciate your kind words and you know i think this is why i you know believe in god right and and i think we all cross paths for reasons and of course you have my support in whichever way i can help you and um, because unidas queremos cambio, right? To be able to yes. impact this. And yes, I, it's interesting you said that because there's times where I think, what is my purpose in this world? And I think I want to leave an imprint to us. say, at least yeah. I meet, I touched hearts. And you saying that I feel like God telling you, th- using you to like remind me, like that's exactly yeah. what it is. So I appreciate you. Yeah. Everything, um, you know, happens for a reason. And so... Yes. yes, you definitely have my support. Anything I can help you with. So, gracias por tu amistad y tu consideración. So, thank you, Chicana and Latina Moms Podcast listeners hey. for listening. Uh, stay tuned for more. And I will leave Marisol's um, Instagram name and information. And, yeah, cuídense. Que Dios las bendiga. Adios. Yeah, and God bless. Bye. Gracias por escuchar. Thank you so much for tuning in a Chicana and Latina Moms podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Chicana underscore Latina Moms podcast. And also, don't forget to leave a review. Gracias. Hey, my Chicana and Latina sisters, please do not forget to leave a review and give me your feedback. I would really appreciate it. This also helps other new listeners know what we're about. Gracias.